0: Welcome to the Super SuperQuestion Club, aligning body, mind and soul with Yog Sutra of Patanjali, 50th Sutra, Chapter 2. <ongs flourish> <speaking in Hebrew> Regulation of the breath so as to make it slow and subtle leads to the experience of the steady flow of pran that is energy and has innumerable benefits. In the last episode, we went into the process of how advanced yogic breathing is practiced. Let us in this episode go through its incalculable benefits. First and foremost, the posture is a prerequisite. To successfully practice and attain the full benefits of pranayam. It is necessary that it be built on the solid foundation of a steady and comfortable sitting posture. Surely, one can do breathing practices without the foundation of posture, but the benefits are not so rich. To recap, the pranayama pose is detailed as follows. Sitting in a comfortable position with spine straight, chin 5 degrees up in a slightly upward position so that the neck is in line with the spine, eyes gently closed, hands in Mudra, palms facing upwards, wrists resting on the knees, body, shoulders and face muscles relaxed. Only keep pulling the spine upwards as we do Pranayama. Let us now go into the details of each of these instructions. Firstly, sitting in a comfortable position. Pranayama should not be done in a standing position, as sometimes a person practicing it initially may experience dizziness due to incorrect shallow breathing. Or the practitioner may relax and fall asleep and hurt himself. Ideally, sit cross-legged, preferably in Padmasana or Siddhasana or simply in Sokhasan. If not comfortable in these, you could sit in a chair. The hand mudra with palm facing upwards is prescribed for pranayama. Just changing the position of our hands has a dramatic effect on the lungs breathing capacity. Try it out for yourself. Sit in the pranayama pose with palms facing down. Now breathe in to the maximum possible. Now hold the breath here and turn the hands with palms facing upwards and start inhaling further. The thoracic and clavicle region is acutely compromised with palms facing downwards and they open up fully when palms are facing upwards. You would note that if the palms are facing downwards, inhalation gets reduced by up to 40%. That is just an example of the extent of effect of each of these prescribed instructions in pranayama and yoga. Pranayama practice works towards channelizing the prana shakti the energy channels in a body. Hence the pranayama pose facilitates this energy flow, ensuring there is no energy leakage. As discussed earlier in Yog Sutra 30th Chapter 1, Second obstacle, our energy leaks through the body from fingers of our hands, of the feet, and from the eyes. The energy does not leak through the head, it is round. Anything round helps the body to conserve energy. That's why the yoga seating postures, Siddhasan, Padmasan, Sokasan, they make the whole body round. Feet and legs are put on each other so that the energy moves within our own body and does not leak. The hands are in Gyan Mudra or Dhyan Mudra because otherwise the energy leaks through the fingers. When the hands are put on top of each other in Dhyan Mudra or index finger touching the thumb in Gyan Mudra, the energy moves in a circle and gets preserved. Eyes are closed because eyes released almost 80% of our bioenergy and when spine is held straight more energy is conserved as gravitation of the earth touches only one point of the spine chin held up slightly 5 degrees up ensures that the cervical end of the spine is also straight we can ourselves experience the difference when we sit in pranayama pose with head slightly down and then moving it slightly up. Just a movement of the head by 5 degrees up starts making us feel more confident, self-assured, and firm. As we keep pulling the spine upwards, as we do pranayama, it's providing us two benefits. Firstly, we are creating more space for our organs in the body for better functioning also creating more space for our lungs to expand to the maximum. Secondly, it helps reset our nervous system from fight-and-flight mode to rest-and-digest mode. A slouched and stooping posture with tense muscles promotes stress hormones to be released as it sends a threat signal to the brain. An erect back with body shoulders, and face muscles relaxed, on the other hand, conveys a message of confidence and self-assurance to the subconscious, shaking off the stress, starting the process of rebalancing our nervous system. An erect spine further aids in the flow of pran-shakti, not only balancing the left and right nadis, the ida and the pingala, but the energy is also made to flow through the central channel of Sushumna Nadi, helping one get centered within. As one progresses in Pranayam, the wrist resting on the knees give you a feeling of being grounded, while the process of pulling the spine upwards gives you a feeling of lightness, as if levitating. Straight spine with closed hands and legs, with closed eyes, we become an inner bioenergy circle, just like egg-shaped. When our body energy flows rightly, we become like a shivling. We become a shiva. The benefits of pranayam pose, well begun, is half done. Further, what we derive from advanced yogic breathing is all out phenomenal. For a start, it includes all the benefits of basic yogic breathing as discussed earlier. Activating our parasympathetic nervous system. Shifting our nervous system from fight and flight mode to rest, digest and repair mode. It decreases stress and increases calmness. Reducing our blood pressure, heart rate and sugar level in the blood. Improves digestion. Increases energy levels and improves immunity. It detoxifies the body by stimulating the lymphatic system, repairing the joints, muscles or organs we take our awareness to as we do the pranayama, and it relieves pain and helps release endorphins, the happy hormones. And now, for the unbelievable benefits of Kumbhaka Pranayama, part of the advanced yogic breathing. Breath retention, both Antara Kumbhaka and the Bhaiye Kumbhaka, recreates a situation of intermittent hypoxia, which is a situation where the body lacks enough oxygen but for a short duration of time. The retention of breath causes an intermittent increase in carbon dioxide in the body and that surprisingly causes the benefit An increase in carbon dioxide in the body triggers the parts of the brain that keep a watch on the respiratory pathway. They demand the brain for better oxygen retention and interchange in return, thereby increasing the amount of oxygen in the blood. We have heard of the benefits of intermittent fasting. This is called intermittent hypoxia and has immense benefits. This situation of intermittent hypoxia increases the enzymatic activity and helps the breakdown of sugar in a more efficient manner. This directly impacts insulin sensitivity and is a proven therapy for diabetes. Breath retention also helps cleanse our respiratory system. It also is one of the most Ideal pranayams for relieving acidity, constipation and gastric issues. And it further helps with asthma and allergies. And what's more, breath retention is the key to improving our cardio. Cardio fitness is one of the most popular subjects for sportspersons to improve their performance. At its most fundamental level... Our cardio fitness comes down to how well our body can utilize oxygen. Kumbhak or breath retention has been studied for a while across the world and it is surprising that very few of us are aware of its many benefits. Some of the findings include the following. First, it signals the release of EPO hormone hormone from the kidneys. This hormone creates a signal for the maturation of red blood cells in the bone marrow. This results in more red blood cells to carry oxygen. Second, breath retention improves carbon dioxide tolerance. This has a double effect on us. Since carbon dioxide is needed to offload oxygen, from red blood cells, known as the Bohr effect. And a rise in carbon dioxide is what triggers the breathless feeling, meaning that an improved tolerance means we can have more carbon dioxide in the system, making it easier to offload oxygen without triggering that feeling. Thirdly, breath hold improves buffering of lactic acid and hydrogen ions build up. One of the goals of hard interval training is to build up lactic acid in order to improve how well the body can tolerate the hydrogen ions that they produce. Strong breath holds create a buildup of lactic acid since we don't have more oxygen coming in, forcing the body to create energy anaerobically. This creates an improved buffering effect meaning we can tolerate more lactic acid buildup before succumbing to the fatigue the hydrogen ions help to trigger. Fourthly, Kumbhaka Pranayama increases lung capacity. This helps us not only take in more oxygen, but also makes it easier to offload carbon dioxide and other leftovers from the metabolic processes in the cells. And finally, it increases strength of the respiratory muscles. While holding our breath, the brain continues to signal our breathing muscles to contract, meaning that we are performing an isometric contraction during the breath hold. This increases the strength of these muscles, making them able to work harder with less effort. As we can see, The effects of kumbhak pranayam or breath retention cover just about everything we need to improve how efficiently we can take in and utilize oxygen. Regular cardio training, including high intensity intervals, can only check a couple of these boxes, meaning that if we aren't doing breath retention as part of our cardio training, then we are missing out. Another benefit of Kumbhaka Pranayama is that since the breath retention creates the stress for the body to adapt to them, we don't have to work as hard physically. We can create the metabolic environment needed to see the improvements without creating a lot of wear and tear on the body. These are some of the proven benefits of yogic breathing, directly impacting our physical, mental and emotional health, increasing the vitality, longevity and life force of the body, prompting the body to rest, rejuvenate and regenerate efficiently. However, a yogi considers the spiritual benefit of pranayama as the supreme benefit that Patanjali focuses on in the coming sutras, we shall be talking about them in the coming weeks.